Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Wednesday morning, hoping all is going well with you. I am doing great and am so happy to be able to bring you a special episode today as we have a conversation with Joey from the YouTube channel, Joey Talks. He's got a lot of great content out there. I'm going to put the link to his YouTube channel in the description of this podcast, and you definitely should go check it out. I loved our conversation and learned quite a few things about Kratom that I did not know about beforehand, which I'm going to take with me as I continue down the road of my own Kratom journey. So, you know, it was very informative. I really enjoyed it, and I hope that you do too. So with that, on with the show. So I'm sitting here with Joey from Joey Talks YouTube channel. Um, We're delighted to have you on here and thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here. And so your YouTube channel, which I've just been, you know, I've seen a good amount of your videos now, but I'm somewhat recent, you know, subscriber and I love what you do and you're, you know, basically your intro to each video is you're there to talk about mental health for the everyday person, which I think we all can very much appreciate. I know I do. (laughs) And I've, I've been fascinated to learn from you through your videos and a number of different topics that you cover, which includes Kratom. But um, I thought that we could start off by just, you know, maybe you telling us a bit about yourself, you know, what's your background, where you come from, and then how did you, you know, go about starting your YouTube channel? Yeah, so I um, was born and raised in New Jersey, and for most of my life, I've struggled with depression and anxiety. Uh, In my adult life, I've had a lot of uh, traumatic events happen. I lost a child at three years old. My oldest son got leukemia. My wife left me, and so going through a divorce... Um, And all those stressors kind of threw me over the edge and really exasperated a lot of my mental health issues. Um, And during that time, I, one, started to pursue a degree in becoming a licensed therapist. Um, I'm a video producer by trade, and I hope to do both at the same time once I get licensed. Um, But during that time is when I found Kratom. I had built up a very poor relationship with alcohol during that time was drinking constantly all day and knew it was becoming a problem and so I actually found Kratom through YouTube because I searched for uh, alcohol alternatives or natural ways to stop drinking alcohol and Kratom and Kava and there was one other one that I can't remember or what came up so I just randomly found a vendor online purchased it and um, the first time I used it I was in shock at how well it helped me and how much it worked um, because I had been on six or seven different psych meds 
um, to try to help with my depression. And only one of those was beneficial. The other ones made me feel too numb or like not myself um, or just didn't work well. So Kratom shot to the top right away <laughs> in my life. Wow. And so that's incredible. It's one of those amazing positive stories that uh, anyone would hope to have when it comes to such important things as like anxiety and depression, which I can definitely relate to, but um, maybe in a different way. I, I personally discovered it because I was at college and a friend of mine offered it to me and I had um, mild, very mild Tourette's. And so I would have these head ticks that I couldn't control. And uh, he, when he gave it to me, I didn't really feel anything. But by the end of the day, I realized I hadn't ticked at all the whole day. So wow. it's like, it just can help people in so many different ways. And I had so much anxiety coming from that. So yeah. anyway, um, completely oh. different. But uh, so that's awesome. And and so do you find that it helps you more like these days when you use it? Is it more for like your mood or is it more for, I don't know, working out or is it more for work? You know, how do you use it? Yeah. I would say definitely more for mood. Um, and you know, it has that amazing conundrum that it helps to reduce anxiety while giving you more energy because most stimulants don't, they'll give you more energy, but they also give you more anxiety. Um, and so I definitely use it most for mood. And then also I did see the benefit as well. I've never been diagnosed with ADHD, but I can definitely see some of those traits in me. And so it also helps me to focus and concentrate on my work and to get stuff done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very it is a conundrum of being able to do an uppity thing and a downity thing <laughs> at the yep, same time. Absolutely. That's how I think of it. Um, totally. So you on your channel, you have, you know, a number of different videos when it comes to Kratom that range from like basics of what is Kratom, um, what first time users should know before trying it, which was a recent one that I thought was very helpful. And then also like specific reviews with Kratom prod products, but then also like tapering off and the potential for dependency. What have you found uh, when it comes to that aspect? Yeah, um, you know, I don't have too many haters on my channel, but every so often they creep in and they become very <laughs> critical of me and saying, this dude was saying at the beginning, this is the most amazing thing. And now he's saying he's having trouble taking too much. And for me, the way, I mean, if someone's unkind, I delete the comment right away. Like I'm not even give them, give them the time of day, but if someone's just genuinely being critical, I usually message back and just say, Hey, it's just part of my journey. Like, you know, every substance on the planet may not have the potential for dependence, but you definitely can build up a psychological addiction to anything that makes you feel better sure. than you do in your current state. And so, um, yeah, it, I've been taking Kratom for about two or two and a half years, and it has been a major learning process for me. I was very conscious at the beginning to not become too dependent on it. Um, I did read the horror stories and I read, you know, everything on both sides of the spectrum and have landed on Kratom. It needs to be respected as an herb and it needs to be taken responsibly. And so I've created a system for myself, which I'm in the process of creating a Kratom journal. Um, which I, a lot of people on my channel have really said they would love that. And the purpose of the journal is to help people create their own process to keep Kratom in a healthy spot in their life. So it doesn't creep in and become um, this major dependence addiction issue that they can't stop if they want it to. 
That's fascinating. What what does the what would this journal look like exactly? Just a day to day account that you're doing, or is it more of like a step by step of how someone else might do that? Yeah, it's well, one, it's kind of sharing some of my learning experiences, giving some fundamental understanding of Kratom and how to use it and not use it. And then really just uh, doing a day by day journal, because I found that if you keep a Kratom journal like I do, you write down what you took, how much you took, how it felt, and then the next time the next time you took it. When you're able to do that, you're creating a discipline, you know, within your own mind to not let it get out of control. Or for me, when I start seeing I'm taking either it more frequent or higher doses, if I didn't have a journal to look back on, I, I mean, my life is so busy and chaotic that like, there's no way I would remember. I'm just like shoving it down and going on with life. So in keeping a journal, it helps me to, you know, get to that point where if I feel, and I think everyone has a different level of comfortability, but there's a certain level where I start to feel uncomfortable with the amount I'm taking or how often I'm taking it. And so with the journal, I can see that and then do a taper. But um, so yeah, it's a daily journal to keep record of how much you're taking, how it makes you feel and all that, but then also helping people create a larger uh, cycle for themselves. So for me, I ta- I taper down every six weeks. That's what I found oh, is interesting to, to keep, you know, it lower. And I've also found that Kratom at larger doses. And I think that larger dose is defined by each user. I don't think there's like a standard, but at larger doses, it can start to do the opposite for you. It's, I got to a point where I was getting brain fog mm-hmm. and feeling really tired all day. And if I didn't take it, I was a mess, you know, and that's probably my darkest moment in my Kratom journey. Yeah. And so through that time though, I learned, okay, this amount for me is where it works the best. And that whole phrase, less is more really is the truth with Kratom. And that's why I always tell people, you really can't abuse it too bad because it's going to kick you in the ass eventually. Like you're eventually, it's going (laughs) to stop doing what it used to do for you. And you're going to, it's going to force you to taper down in order to get the same effects that you once wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, since starting this podcast in August of last year, I've done, I think two episodes now, one was less is more where I learned that on, you know, through my own experience as like, guys, I took too much yesterday and it's good to remember that. And then I have a less is more part two, where I was like, okay, now I've really learned that lesson because I did it again. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm really never going to do it again. Um, I think it's such an important point. And I think that um, although I'm a Kratom proponent at heart, like I just want to talk about it in a real way and see it as what it is, which is a really amazing, powerful plant and emphasis on the powerful. So, you know, that means that there can be potential negatives and uh, it's just good to treat it as as such. So I think that that's really refreshing to hear that. Um, What what does it just hang on the temp, the tapering down for one sec what kind of a process does that look like for you does that take like a week to do that or what does that look like yeah usually it's seven days uh five to seven days i should say and i always include stem and vein with my taper um, because it alleviates all withdrawal symptoms for me at least and so i don't even feel like i'm tapering it's not like i'm you know waking up at night or having cold sweats or feeling sick or anything along those lines when i've tried to taper before um that the week-long taper it you know i would have some of those withdrawals and it was unpleasant uh but with stem and vein it really is a miracle working 
component of Kratom that I don't think a lot of people are aware of and uh, talked about it quite a few times on my channel. And a lot of people have gone, gone ahead and purchased it and have found the same results that I have. So I always use Stem in Vein. Usually by day three or four, I'm just taking Stem in Vein, so no regular Kratom. And then I just stay on that and I taper down the Stem in Vein as well. And so I end up back at like taking two grams, you know, when I reset, which sometimes I can get up to six, seven grams, you know, at a dose. Mm -hmm. So then I'm back down to two grams and I try to ride that out as long as I can. Wow. Yeah, I actually, that was my next question. I saw um, uh, one or two of your YouTube videos that was talking about stem in vain. I only watched one of them um, before this, but I, I was wondering what, could you talk a little more about that? Because I was I was fascinated with the one video I did see. You said traditionally farmers that you know grow kratom they would throw away those parts because they thought there was no use. But it's actually they have a pretty complex alkaloid makeup, is what you said. So could you talk more about that? Yeah. So stem and vein is what it says. It's the stem and the veins that run through the leaf. So when you get kratom powder, you're just getting the flesh of the leaf and the. The stems of the plant and the veins without it used to get thrown away because people thought that all of the good stuff was only in the flesh of the leaf. But lo and behold, um, as they've done more studies and research on it, it has, a, like you said, a complex alkaloid makeup that is different than the leaf of the flesh wow. of the leaf. And so, I mean, truthfully, in the, the vendor I use, Cravot, they actually sell a whole leaf blend, which is all of it, the stem, the vein, and the flesh. And it has a much more holistic, uh, complete feel to it than just taking the flesh of the leaf. So it is different and you can feel the difference. Um, for a while there, I was taking, when I first found stem and vein, I was only taking like a half a gram of stem and vein and a half a gram of kratom. And it was affecting me as if I was taking large doses in a sense, like I felt so motivated and wired and whatever and so i i think the first time you use stem and vein it has a uh, more intense impact than when you can you know continuously use it so um yeah they work together it still has very little metragenine in the stem and the vein so it's just enough so your body doesn't start withdrawing but then these other alkaloids somehow mask all the other alkaloids that it's missing you know kind of like substitutes them um, and about, I've also found that stem and vein is easier to tape off, taper off of than uh, the kratom, the flesh of the kratom leaf. So it's still new. You know, a lot of people don't know about it, but it it's there. You know, a lot of vendors carry it. My vendor is out of it. I think I kind of got them to sell out. <laughs> <laughs> I just talked to the owner and they're on a quest to source more of it, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, that's this is the it really is the first this is the first time I've ever heard of it is through your channel and um and then you expanding on it here. I mean, I so does that mean that the kratom that I buy typically is just going to be the flesh of the the leaf? Yeah. Yep. No way! Wow, a whole new frontier for me. <laughs> yeah. So if people do and the one video I put out maybe a week or two ago, I was basically saying, if you want to try Kratom the traditional way, like people used to chew on the plant, you know, to work right. doing manual labor. And so if you get that whole leaf blend, you're getting all of the alkaloids, you know, as they were created by nature, you know, mm -hmm. it's not separated. So 
it is a very different and unique experience. I think it has more, um, not just euphoria, but it has more of like a peace. Like you feel more content than I did just on the flush of the leaf. Wow. And do you, do you think that, so it seems like there are all these, I knew that there were a lot of other alkaloids in Kratom, but I don't hear about any of them other than the metragenine and 7-hydroxymetragenine. So yeah. that's fascinating. We got to learn more about that. <laughs> yeah. And there are, I mean, there are, I know the University of South Florida is doing, there's one guy there who's doing a lot of um, scientific research on Kratom. Um, and mm. he's actually featured in A Leaf of Faith. I don't know if you've seen that documentary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's mm. featured in that. And, you know, that documentary, if anyone's really interested, I loved it. I thought it was very uh, well produced. And the two sides I felt were, were well represented as well. Um, so if anyone hasn't seen it, go see it. It was on Netflix. I don't know if it is anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was on Netflix last time I checked. Um, yeah. What do you think the legality of Kratom should be since that's kind of been up in the air the past few years? Um, what with the DEA trying to ban it and then rolling that back and then more recently with the World Health Organization taking a look at it and then deciding it's not really worth our time. You figured it out. <laughs> Yeah, and Thailand making it legal again. Which exactly. Is huge. Yeah. Um, I do think there needs to be some regulation. I think the whole FDA thing with not regulating any herbs is a potential for lots of issues and harm to be done to people, whether directly or indirectly. Um, so I think the bigger conversation is around herbs and herbal medicine in the United States. Um, because nothing is regulated and you could think you're buying echinacea and it could just be you know whatever starch powder that has echinacea <laughs> sprinkled on it you know what i mean like there's no accountability and right. so that's why i always tell people with kratom you know always get it from a vendor that has third-party testing um is certified 100 kratom because uh, i have heard some horror stories of people buying kratom from smoke shops or other places and then you know uh, you know, look seeming like it was not just Kratom because of some of the effects of it. But um, I do think it being regulated would be great because it would bring protection to the industry. It would validate it as a entity um, and it would hopefully raise the standard of purity um, within the Kratom community. So I'm all for regulation. I don't think that that's a problem. I think making it illegal is ridiculous, but that's my opinion. Well, I'm like like-minded. I think that regulation is is I think this is really neat that that so many people who are proponents of Kratom are saying we want regulation, like we want oversight, we want it to be safe and uh, yeah, yeah. that that's fairly unique, I think. So that's really neat. Um yeah. what is your favorite type? Um whites have always been my favorite. White tie is kind of my go-to. I hardly ever use reds, but I just had my vendor send me uh, half a um, kilo of red because I wanted to start using it again just because I haven't used it for so long. Um, but yeah, whites just because I'm someone who deals with depression. Typically my baseline is low mood, which means low energy, low motivation, mm -hmm. all of that. And so I've always been drawn to stimulants over downers in my life. Um, and so I think that's why I tend to go to the whites. 
Um, but a cool thing is that, and I don't know if you saw this video or not, but the vendor I work with, they're creating a Joey Talks blend. Oh, which no I'm way. super <laughs> excited about. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's going to be, the blend is going to be my favorite of red, green, and white blended together. My three favorites. Wow. That's amazing that you heard it here first, folks. Get the Joey Talks blend. Yeah. Um, I definitely I'm am going to try that. That's too, that's too cool. Uh, yeah, I so, okay. So that makes sense. I'm, I'm very similar. I've been discovering that I like greens a lot more than I thought since I started this podcast, but I've generally been in the whites mainly. Um, not too often am I, am I using reds? Um, do you, is there a certain type that, that like you'll you you'll use in the morning versus the afternoon um or like do you have a certain routine for the day or is it just kind of like i'll take it once and go through the whole day and that's it yeah no i take it probably four times a day okay um right when i wake up then usually around 10 or 11 i wake up at like 5 30 um mm. once in the afternoon and then closer to my bedtime i don't take it right before bed but i do typically stick with the whites and then second to that would be green um and the reds i like i said i use very seldom but i'm about to start using them more just because i don't want to exclude them um so yeah that's i mean usually four times a day sometimes three times a day and again that dosing is always different for me depending on where i'm at in my cycle right right and um, what is your preferred method of taking it? Uh, powder for sure in orange juice. That's my way. Um, I've tried capsules, obviously. This other brand sent me tablets that are like basically pressurized. You know, they're not a capsule. Um, and then I've used Blate Papes. Have you heard of them before? I've been, I think I saw some post on Reddit about those. What are those? Yeah, they're basically made from potato starch. And it's like a huh. square and you put your kratom in it and then you twist it and then you can swallow it 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 looks like you're gonna choke on it but it goes down really smooth <laughs> but i found when i used those the kratom hit really different and i don't know if it was just because it was like this explosion in the stomach or what but <laughs> it was definitely it felt more potent at the beginning like a big whew, rush uh -huh. um, so that's another way that i've taken it as well um i'm not a big fan of extracts I use them very seldom in my life, um, but yeah, powder is my my favorite. Although it yeah. doesn't taste good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's for sure. Well, they're working on that. I've been starting to hear rumors from different vendors about them working on flavors to completely mask Kratom's taste for the first time in history. So, <laughs> yeah, I have one around here somewhere. I just got one from my vendor. They did watermelon and fruit punch. Oh wow! And wow. it's crazy how it masks the taste like wow kind of, yeah. i think the most effective way i've found to take kratom where the taste is not an issue is when i like just put it in a milkshake <laughs> oh really yeah. Gosh, I, I don't I'm... taste the kratom really i'm too focused on the ice cream but wow. that's just me anyway i don't do that hardly ever i did that when i got my wisdom teeth out gotcha couldn't eat anything else um yeah. So I guess, you know, the only, the last question I have for you is, is Kratom, you know, being that you have this background in mental health and it's a, such a large focus for you, um, is Kratom something that you think people can and should use to help them navigate, you know, 
different mental health challenges that they might be facing or and i know that that's very generalized there are many different mental health challenges but um take it how you will or should it not be a part of the picture when someone's trying to overcome something like that yeah so actually i was just writing my kratom journal and i answered this question in the opening which i believe kratom can be a tool it's obviously not a cure it won't it's not going to cure you of your depression anxiety ptsd of any of that but it can be a tool just like any other psych med that's used you know when i take my lexapro which is an ssri it's not helping my depression in the sense of helping to cure it it's just alleviating the symptoms so that i can actually deal with some of the deeper things to help you know work mm. towards healing and wholeness and that's how i see kratom as well um you know obviously depending on it for your mental health or if you take it for your mental health i think you have to be proactive in utilizing it as a tool to help you calm down or be more focused or have your mood lifted so that you can start to face some of your challenges in your life if you just take it and you go on with your life and you are continuing to deal with depression or any other mental health illness and you're not doing anything else about it it's you know i i see it as not a waste but it's not being used to its greatest potential um and so i think that if someone is struggling with mental health and they are using kratom that they should be proactive in other ways like i go to the gym five to six days a week i eat really clean i try to take a bazillion supplements i'm in therapy you know so all of those components i'm working towards um moving forward in my mental health what and kratom has greatly helped me to um get my head clear so that i can think straight and work on some of those issues yeah yeah so i that's that's nice to hear um i used kratom when i you know first found it it was it helped with my Tourette's but later on i found that it was very helpful for different um uh, issues going on in my life the most recent one was that my brother passed away last january and um i i purposefully purposefully didn't take kratom the week after it happened because i just wanted to experience whatever my body was going to experience from all this and i was like i don't know why i've never experienced anything like this before but i just know i don't want to have any other external factors here so yeah. i purposefully didn't do that and then um after a week or two i slowly you know started taking it here and there again but it kind of changed my perspective on it because i was like i don't even want this to have anything to do with my experience with this pain right now i guess yeah. is the way to yeah. put it so sure. very interesting yeah. well joey thank you so much for joining us it's been fascinating and everyone should go check out the youtube channel joey talks and i'll put a link to his channel in the description of this podcast and thanks so much thank you